Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Catlin. And welcome to the The How How to to Love Me podcast. Podcast. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I am all by myself. I'm missing my partner in crime. He is actually upstairs right now. He's he's doing some stuff around the house. I decided that I was going to take a little bit of time to do a solo episode because, guys, it's been a minute. I haven't done one in quite a while, so it's about time. Cat's done two now. I should probably do two. Okay, so what am I going to talk about today? Well, I want to share a little bit about the stresses of planning a wedding in the middle of a pandemic because, guys, it has been really hard. Um, so a little bit of backstory, I guess, for anybody who might be new to the How to Love Me podcast is so we got engaged this past October. So that would have been October 2020. Um, Catelyn made this incredible engagement and he made it everything I could have ever wanted. And, you know, he put so much thought into it. And I mean, honestly, we started wedding planning pretty much pretty much right away. Um, I mean, I found my wedding dress really quickly. All of that was going really well. We found a venue pretty quickly and we kind of got the ball rolling as soon as we possibly could because we wanted to get married in, you know, a little bit of a shorter amount of time. We didn't want to have a super long engagement. We just kind of wanted to, I mean, at this point we, we've spent so many hours and hours and hours together that we're just so excited to get the rest of our life together rolling, basically. So we decided that we were going to get married in July of 2021, which I mean is only about nine months to plan a wedding. So that in itself is a little bit of a shorter time frame. So obviously that was going to be kind of a stressful situation to begin with, but you know, we were willing to take it on. And we basically said that pandemic or not, it's not going to stop us. If we want to get married in 2021, we're going to get married in 2021. You know, we're not going to let COVID stop us from being able to do something that we really want to do. So that being said, the pandemic has definitely thrown a couple wrenches into our plans. And by a couple wrenches, I mean quite a few wrenches. Uh, So I guess the first thing that we kind of had to deal with was, I guess the biggest thing that we've had to deal with was the restrictions. So when we first got engaged in October, um, we didn't have quite as tight of restrictions as we do right now. So uh, we were, you know, still allowed to have outdoor gatherings for, you know, more than 10 people. We were Uh, At that point, I believe that we were actually allowed to have smaller indoor gatherings. um, And, you know, now we are faced with having, you know, much stricter restrictions to the point where we're only allowed to have 10 people outdoors at our wedding. So that being said, uh, we had previously more or less figured out the majority of our plans. We had our our venue, which was going to be for the ceremony and for the reception. We had our catering, which was going to be done through the same venue. We had a photographer picked. We had the florist. We had a uh, hairstylist, makeup artist. Like we had 
more or less everything kind of figured out except for, you know, like the finer details. Like we didn't have our menu planned exactly the way that we wanted it to, which we still had an idea, but you know, that's, that's fine. That's not the end of the world that we had to change that. However, that being said, now that we have, you know, we're only a couple months away from our wedding now and restrictions have not eased up. And knowing that we wouldn't actually be able to have, you know, the big, beautiful reception that we've been planning for the last however many months was a really, really difficult pill to swallow. So we had been planning this for, I guess it probably would have been, you know, around five or so months once we got everything, you know, kind of under control and kind of figured out. And then you know, restrictions became a little bit stricter and we realized that they weren't going to be lifting anytime soon. And that unfortunately meant that we had to alter the majority of the plans that we've already made. So that doesn't necessarily mean that all of the plans that we made are going to be, you know, completely out to lunch and that they're not going to matter anymore because that is certainly not the case. Um, But it does mean that our ceremony this year is gonna unfortunately look a little bit different than we originally thought that it was going to and like I said that was it was a tough realization to come to however um at this point all I know is I don't really care as much about what our wedding is gonna look like it's okay if we're not gonna be able to have you know the big huge party big celebration or anything this year I'm more concerned about our marriage versus, you know, our one wedding day, right? So at this point, I'm okay with having a small ceremony this year. It's not the end of the world. The thing that I was struggling with the most is basically having to start planning over again. And I do realize that, you know, that that was a decision that we made. We made the decision to not hold off on anything, not postpone anything. Sure, we could just, you know, move our entire big wedding to next year and we wouldn't have to worry about replanning anything. But you know what? That's not what I want to do. I have been looking forward to getting married for so many years and I have been dreaming about how this was all going to look for so many years. But you know, one thing that I wasn't really focusing on was the marriage, I was so focused on how I wanted my wedding to look and all the people that were going to be there and how I was going to be feeling that I wasn't really focusing on what was actually mattering, which was the marriage, right? And when I say that out loud, it just sounds silly. You know, why am I putting so much focus on the centerpieces and uh, the people that are, well, not necessarily the people that are going to be there, because of course we want all of our family and our friends and everything to be there. But I guess I was putting more focus on the things that nobody's really going to remember. Like they're not going to remember the centerpieces. They're not going to remember what kind of meal they had that night. They're not going to remember what all the beautiful decorations look like. They're going to remember the look on our faces when we said, I do. They're going to remember, you know, maybe our first dance Little things like that are the things that are really going to matter. So at this point, we are basically, like I said, we're starting over from scratch, Um, which, yeah, has been, it's been really tough. It's been incredibly stressful. 
which like I said, I know we put ourselves in this, or this situation and that's fine. I'm not placing blame on anybody. It is 100% our decision for us to do this and that's fine. That's okay. Uh, we did find a beautiful new ceremony location. So we, what we basically decided is this year we're going to have a small ceremony still. And next year we're going to have a vow renewal and then a big old party, big reception next year. So for our small little ceremony this year, we found a nice little quiet area in Cold Lake, which is where we're living. And it is gorgeous, guys. It is seriously just so beautiful. Um, It's surrounded by big, beautiful spruce trees. It's right on the lake. There's, you know, a river that's flowing right over beside us. There's big, beautiful beach behind us. Like it is just, it's gorgeous. And, you know, that's one of the main things that we have figured out right now. And now we... (laughs) you know, basically need to figure out the rest of it. And, you know, it hasn't been easy. And I know it's been really hard on, you know, my family, especially with, you know, basically having to start everything over again. And, you know, it's not that all of the plans that we've already done aren't going to be used for next year. But like I said, we are basically starting from scratch in a two month span. And, Coming from a family that is full of a lot of planners, it's obviously been really difficult on them. And I don't want to add any sort of extra stress or anything onto, you know, their very already stressful lives. But I mean, this is a decision that we made and we're basically going to need all hands on deck at this point. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we've ended up having to have some, you know, kind of difficult conversations with family members and we've had to have difficult conversations between the two of us. And there's been certainly a lot more arguments than I even care to admit. Um, and a lot of that has actually just been between Kat and I, you know, this, this wedding and the stress of planning and especially the stress of planning during a pandemic is, it's a lot more than I thought that it was going to be. It's a lot more stress. It's a lot more emotion than I thought that it was going to be. And, you know, as people who have, you know, pretty high anxiety and, you know, our depression and everything fluctuates as well. And it's, uh, it's just really, really tough to try to keep yourself organized and keep yourself positive when, everything is constantly changing. And like I said, coming from a family of planners where, you know, they have all their lists, they have all their tasks and everything, and it's super, super helpful. But when I basically decided that everything's going to get flipped upside down and we're not going to be going the original route that we were going to, that was definitely a hard pill for everybody else to swallow. And like I said, I don't want to put extra stress on them, but I mean, we're going to need all hands on deck and it is what it is at this point. If it ends up being, you know, maybe not exactly how we envisioned it, then honestly, I'm okay with that. I, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I am more concerned about our marriage and more focused on our marriage at this point than I am about our wedding ceremony. Because at the end of the day, 
the ceremony is just that. It's just a ceremony, right? It's, it's about the work that you're putting in every single day more than the work that you're putting in for one day, right? So that's one thing that I have to keep reminding myself is why am I putting in so much work and why are Kat and I arguing so freaking much about all of this shit when it's literally one day? It's for one day. You know, we need to put more focus on our future together and the things that we actually want to be focusing on versus and things that are actually going to matter, you know, 10 years from now, not things that aren't going to matter a year from now, you know, and maybe that is a wrong way of looking at it. I, I don't know, honestly, but that's the way that I'm going to look at it is I want to put more focus on things that are going to matter to us later in life than one single day that I'm not going to remember every single detail of anyways. So like I said, planning has been incredibly stressful and Kat and I have been arguing a little bit more and there has been, you know, arguments and everything happening with family. Well, I guess maybe not even arguments that have been happening with family, but disagreements, I guess, that are happening with family and disagreements happening with friends. And it's just, it's a lot. But at the end of the day, I just need to keep reminding myself that it's about Kat and I, it's about us starting the rest of our life together. And at the end of the day, it is literally about us and what we want. It's not about anybody else and what they want. It's about us. And as people who don't generally like to be selfish, people who are always thinking about others and always putting other people ahead of us, that's tough. That's really tough to actually just kind of have to put everybody else to the side and just say, well, no, I can't be thinking about the fact that we're asking however many people to travel, you know, three and a half hours to us and the fact that it's is potentially an inconvenience for them. However, you know, we're originally going to be getting married in the city. That's three and a half hours for us. That's, you know, we would end up having to travel for our wedding. We'd end up having to book a hotel for our wedding. We would end up having to find a kennel for the dogs for our wedding. Whereas now we can come back home after we get married. We can see our dogs the same night. Like these are little things that Yeah, you know, it might not sound like it's a whole lot, but when you've had everything change the way that we have in the last however many months and you've had to change all of your plans so many times, it's little things like this that you know are just going to make life a little bit simpler. And as of right now, that's one of the only things that I want to focus on is making this as simple and low stress and just as easy as possible because... Oh man, trying to worry about all the restrictions has been so stressful and so hard. And you know, when we first got engaged, we're trying to watch all these restrictions and trying to, you know, kind of plan within the guidelines that were set at that time. But then we also realized, well, they changed so quickly. And it got to the point where guys, we literally had like three or four different guest lists going at one time because we didn't know how many people we were going to be allowed to invite. Like, yeah, say things were going to be opened all the way up 
and we are going to be able to have the wedding that we have, you know, always dreamed of, then yeah, sure, there might be a couple hundred people there. But that's not realistic right now. And we need to be realistic with our expectations of how our wedding is actually going to be able to look. And so it basically went from, you know, having basically 150 to 200 people invited to our wedding to now it's, you know, restrictions are at 10 people. And unfortunately, that's not even my entire immediate family, you know, so it's uh, it's hard. And to any other brides out there that are, you know, in the same boat as us and have basically been postponing their wedding, I know there has been, you know, I'm going to go on a quick little side story here. So bear with me here. There is a girl that I went to, well, frick, I've known her for years and years. I, be, I believe we met in elementary school, actually. So her name's Kayla. And she got engaged. Uh, I want to say that they got engaged, you know, a few months or so before us. And they were planning on getting married around the same time as us. And I actually just saw her post on Facebook, you know, maybe a week or two ago that they have decided to completely cancel their wedding for this year. And I think she said that they're going to postpone it to next year, maybe even the year after. And, you know, I have seen so many people do that. And it it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. You know, like, I understand that, you know, getting engaged and getting married in a pandemic is obviously going to look different for everybody. But that doesn't make it any easier, on anybody. You know, everybody still deserves to have the wedding that they've always wanted and the wedding that they've always dreamed of. And, you know, maybe postponing it is the way that some people want to go, but we're basically going to have two. We're basically going to have two weddings and it's going to be great. So, um, my, my best friend, Michelle, who is also my maid of honor, so her and her fiance were also in the same boat as this Kayla. They were originally going to be getting married last summer and they were already going to be doing a small wedding anyways, but they still decided last summer that, you know what, they're going to postpone it. They were basically going to wait for all this pandemic shit to blow over, which, well, we're over a year into it now, it still hasn't blown over. So they basically decided, screw this. We're not waiting anymore. We're just going to have a small wedding. And honestly, when she told me that and she said that, you know, they're not going to postpone anything anymore. They're not going to let any of this stop them. They're just going to downsize. They're going to have a nice, small, intimate ceremony. And then they're going to have a big reception next year. And it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be beautiful. And it's going to be great. And when she told me that, you know, that kind of got the gears turning in my mind. Like, what the hell am I doing planning this big, huge freaking shindig when there's no guarantee that we're even going to be able to have it? Like, why are we putting ourselves through all of this stress when there's a very, very good chance that it's not going to happen this year? Why? So she told us that I was kind of, it was in the back of my mind thinking like, okay, well, maybe we should stop planning what we're doing right now. Maybe we should maybe do a little something smaller. I'm not too sure. And then we got the latest announcement, latest update on restrictions shortly after that. And 
they actually reverted us back a couple stages in our restrictions and in our phases of reopening. So the second that that hit was, you know, a couple weeks or so after Michelle and I had been talking about what they were going to do for their wedding. And that seeing the fact that we were going back in our stages, it just kind of solidified in my mind that the way that we were doing our wedding planning was not the way to go about it this year. And yeah, it sucks, but that doesn't mean that, you know, everything that we've planned is going to go to waste. It's going to go to our vow renewal and reception next year, which is great. Um, yeah, but this, uh, wedding planning in a pandemic, I honestly wouldn't suggest it unless you are planning on doing something small and intimate to begin with, then all the power to you. But ladies, anybody else there out there who might be trying to plan the big, beautiful soiree that you've always wanted, um, you know, you can keep planning it and everything, but just my one thing that I would say is just make sure that you're being realistic with yourself. Make sure that you're being realistic with your expectations because yes, we are in the middle of a pandemic right now. We don't know what anything's going to look like anytime soon. And yeah, sure, we have vaccines and everything being rolled out, and that's great. But at this point, everything is still pretty uncertain. So my uh, my tip, I guess, for you ladies would be to just, like I said, just be, be realistic. Um, yeah, sure, you can still be optimistic and everything. That's great. But optimism mixed with realism, I guess, is where I'm going with this. Um, don't your, don't set your expectations super, super high. And if you do want to set your expectations really, really high and still have that big, beautiful wedding that you've always wanted, then maybe you just push your date forward a little bit, you know, and sure that certainly is and was an option for us. And yes, we are still kind of doing that ish, but like I said before, I don't want to wait anymore. You know, I am just so excited to begin the rest of my life with Catelyn that I'm tired of waiting. You know, I, I would marry him in a dirty, greasy back alley right now if it meant that, you know, we could just get married and basically just get it, get it done with. We don't have to worry about it anymore, you know? And that's not to say that I don't want to have the big reception next year, because of course I do. You know, I still want to go through and celebrate with all the family that's not going to be able to be there, all the friends that aren't going to be able to be there. Of course, I still want to celebrate with them. You know, I do still want to have that big wedding. It's just, it's not going to happen this year. And like I said, that's me being realistic and like I said before, it was a hard pill to swallow. And at times it still can be a hard pill to swallow. The fact that we had everything figured out and we don't anymore, but you know, that's kind of par for the course right now. We have gone through a lot of unprecedented shit basically in the last year. And if we can get through everything that we did in the last year with as much compassion for each other as we did in the last year and being as supportive as we were for each other in the last year, then I have absolutely no doubt in my mind 
that we can plan the perfect wedding, the perfect ceremony for us in the next two months. So, you know, it might sound like a bit of a tall order, but, you know, between Kat and I and our parents and my sisters and, you know, our bridal party, it's, it's going to happen. You know, we have, we have a really great support system surrounding us and yeah, that's pretty much it. It might look a little bit different, but that's okay. Like I said, at the beginning of this episode, at the end of the day, it's not about the ceremony. It's about the marriage. And that is what I want to focus on is, you know, making sure that we have a nice, strong foundation to build our marriage on. And that's it. So, well, where else am I going to go with this? Well, I guess I'm just going to basically sign off. Um, Like I said, the only real tip that I could give to anybody else that is trying to plan a wedding in a pandemic right now is be realistic with your goals. Um, Be realistic with your expectations And honestly, try not to take it too seriously because I have been taking things very seriously and it has taken a lot of the joy out of it. And for something that should be so like, this should be really, really exciting and fun and we should be enjoying this and it shouldn't be nearly as stressful as it has been. So I would say, yeah, be realistic with your expectations. Don't go in with super, super high expectations and just have fun with it. You know, don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take planning too seriously. Just enjoy it. Okay? Just enjoy. So I'm going to wrap up with a why I love me. So I love me because I am resilient. When I put my mind to something, I don't like to quit. And, you know, not only am I resilient, but I also really freaking love to be challenged. And that goes to, you know, work and home life. So yeah, that's it. That's why I love me. I love my resilience and I love the fact that I love being challenged. So anyways, guys, I think that is about it. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too, too much. I know I repeated myself a couple times here, but you know, there was just some points I really, really wanted to get across and I hope that I made them. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you, you know, if you're planning a pandemic wedding, shoot us a message. I would love to hear about your wedding and the struggles that you've been having with planning, or maybe you haven't been struggling with your planning at all. Either way, let us know. We would love to hear about it. So of course... We are on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com uh, with how the number two love me podcast, Instagram, Facebook, gmail.com. I know I screwed that up. He normally does it. Whoops. Okay. With that, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.